thinking about it. But you know what I'm not too lazy for? To start the show. That was a sneak attack. We did it. Yeah. I No. Look, why the face, Corinne? Are you <laughs> mad? Because you're on my safe orders more and I tricked you into another incredible start. Who am I? I am Al Jackson, father of three, stand-up comic, faithful co-host of Daily Blast Live, and beloved co-host of this podcast. I am joined by our incredible three-time, not one, one Abby would be cool, two, you made your life. Three-time Emmy-winning producer, Chris Clark. How you feeling, Chris? Feeling Woo! Good, feeling good. I learned I'm supposed LA. to do that. I was looking at Miami's up on the wall, <laughs> talking about the podcast. I was like, I got to take a photo of this to show you. Ah. But I didn't. Oh. So. <laughs> Chris is like, I have to take a photo to flex on you guys. Yeah, I mean. This is what you'll never have. And I'll, I'll probably never have an Emmy, but you know who gets an Emmy every day that she's on this planet. She should have gotten Emmy for her two seasons on Survivor. <laughs> oh. Definitely was snubbed for her one season on Amazing Race, but she gets an Emmy every day in my heart. Mm. She's the wonderful Corinne Kaplan. Corinne, how are you? Uh, Yay. That, that, that was, <laughs> I was overwhelmed with emotion. Yes, Co- yes. Corinne has that, uh, I appreciate that you're giving me a surprise party, but I told you I didn't want to do anything vibes. <laughs> that, that, that's well, the vibe I'm picking up It right was now. reminding me, because I, I, Amazing Race wins Emmys like every year. I just personally don't get the Emmy. They win like every single year. Um, and For fun what? fact, the year I was on, the year I was on Survivor, 2008, my first year, um, Jeff Probst was ho- hosting the Emmys, and I went to the Emmys with Oscar from The Office. Really? Yeah. Cool guy? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a date. It was, I... Uh, Did he know that? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, basically, I uh, I asked my best friend Joyce to fit me for uh, an Emmys gown, and she was like, but you're not going. You don't you don't have an Emmy. You don't have an invite to the Emmys. And I was like, I know, but I'm going to get one. So I need to be fitted for something. And she, at the time was like, she had like, she was repping a bunch of different brands that were doing clothes. And so she's like, all right. So I end up, I get a dress together and I start, I go to these Emmys parties and I go to the one that Oscar was at. And I, I'm just shuffling around this party looking for an invite. And we start talking. He's like this. And I didn't prompt anything. He's like, this is really crazy. But my ex and I broke up last week and I don't have a date to the Emmys tomorrow but you probably don't have a dress I was like I sure do (laughs) and I went to the Emmys and then I saw Jeff and I was like what's up and he's like what are you doing here (laughs) like my I don't even think celebrate our win yeah (laughs) yeah so anyways I digress okay do you think that makes you seem a little crazy it's like if I I was like Corinne I can't take it anymore I need you to marry me tonight and you were like I have a dress in my trunk yeah like that's weird I really didn't (laughs) care I was so excited and I love the office I mean everyone loves the office um and after we went to uh the wife the Wolfgang whatever the Google it what's the after party is it the governor's ball I don't know how many other things could it be but the governor's ball it's like no it's not it's definitely not the governor's ball what is it Google it you got your phone Chris, our three-time Emmy winner, forgot his laptop today. Um, <laughs> but anyways, we went. <laughs> but the after that part's the best part, and they, you know, so you get to like see everybody else, and it's, they don't let any media in. But anyways, after that is the after-after parties, which I really wanted to go to. And he was like, "I have to get up really early tomorrow." I was like, "Well, I can take the limo though, right?" And oh. so I stayed out without him. <laughs> What's it called? Wolfgang Puck something? So he does the governor's ball. Oh, I was right. Oh, and all right. Every uh, every company has their own party. There's an HBO. Yes, party, exactly. Right, Brothers right. Brothers and he was just adamant that like we weren't going to go to one of those, and I was like, well, you're not gonna, but I'm gonna. Yeah. And then not, I became like best friends with this publicist. We. Yeah. Um, Did you ever see him after that? No. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I didn't. He's nice. He was lovely. You guys had I a just... great night. I think that was the... Not every relationship is rose from the Titanic with old boy. We just met and he needed a date. And I was like, I'm game. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, yeah. Anyways, we'll get, I'll give you the rest of the story mm. on the Patreon. Yeah, it seems the, like mm. there's some... There's a fun part. Of, yes, yeah. some repression there that I can't wait to pick um, up. But, I mean, he's a nice guy. Nothing against him. Um, I want to shout out, before we start, because I just brought up Patreon anyway. Um, our Patreon is under my safe word is more. Um, and when you become a Patreon, I get to see and I send you a little welcome. And we send you a thank you card and a sticker. So I now know that we have... Patreons representing from Austria. Yes. She volunteered to find my great-grandfather's headstone. She's like, if they don't have a picture of that. I've been to Austria. It's beautiful. Yeah. Well, we have Germany, obviously, Sonia. Yeah. We've got Ireland. Ooh, shout out. We have Australia, and we have Canada. Wow. So pretty fucking cool, man. Really cool in all really dope places. All places where you go, I wish America was more like this. A couple places I've yeah. been like, I, you realize, and it's, that's not a shot against America, you realize how young our country is. Mm-hmm. And when you go to like Spain, it's, and they're like, that post office is 500 years old. And you're like, our country's only like 275. You know, yeah, so it's yeah. like, that's why like when you go to these places and you're like, I wish we had architecture like this. They got a huge head start on us. Yeah. We're like the McMansions of countries. Mm. We're like a subdevelopment, like. We should be called Cherry Ridge Estates or something. <laughs> that should be the name of our country. Uh, I, I do. You're right. I do like all of those countries. Which named. one? Well, I love Germany. I know I'm not supposed to, but I fucking love Germany. Why I love German men. <laughs> I just. Why not? You, were you asking me why? Yeah, as soon as I said that, I was like, yeah. well, yeah. So I when I did my, my stand-up, which is also on our Patreon, um, my joke was when, the, you know, I, the, the story is the story of how I got on a second date off of Match. I got flown to three countries, and I got to pick the countries. And I, I picked Germany, and I said, because I believe in second chances. <laughs> <laughs> and then. That'd be a good name for an app that put Jewish women and German men together. <laughs> <laughs> I got a real thing for them, man. Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, Glass yeah, houses, so, guys. Yeah, so I have some stories today. So Al does not ever know. I brief Chris on the stories, and we pick like what order they're going to go in and what what's good enough to tell on the podcast. And I am going to talk a little bit about a couple different things. First of all, I went back. You're not going to believe this. I went back to the ass doctor. You went back to? I had to. Okay. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Okay. I also placed my first ever 911 call unrelated to the ass doctor. And I was last, about to say, did you place it in the doctor's <laughs> office? He should have placed it. <laughs> There's a breaking and entering going yeah. on. <laughs> and then lastly, I have the craziest uh, Denver singles post that I've seen in a while. Yes. And you're really going to enjoy it. You it's know how I feel about fucking Denver Fucking batshit. Okay. So let's open with. Well, so, I have something too. We have oh, a great email that and I we can't wait email. to get to. Yes. So like, but just don't, don't be so, oh, we have an email. Like, oh no, yeah, no, no. and Al's getting in the car too. He'll switch in the middle. <laughs> no, the email is going to be dope. So yes, yes. I can't wait to hear. So I talk am, to me, girl. I am. See, I don't know what the email says. Al knows that. That's, that's the surprises that yeah, we keep for like each other. We're like a real relationship. We're uh-huh. hiding things. Yes. I got a side chick. Yeah. I keep so hiring hot. If you haven't. Secretaries. <laughs> Sorry. If you haven't heard my story about the first time I had to see a proctologist, you're going to have to go back and listen. I'm not going to do a full recap. But basically, my asshole was broken. Okay. I didn't know what was wrong, but I knew something was wrong. Enough so I went with to, your medical mumbo yeah, jumbo. I, yeah. <laughs> so I went to see this doctor and my original primary care doctor had warned me that he was hot. I forgot this entirely. And then I just, I lost my shit the first time I saw him. 
pun not intended. <laughs> um, and so I like you don't want of all the specialties this man could have gone into. He is like a six foot five South African man with a shaved head. Like he's everything. And it's per, it's perplexing to me as to like Prometheus. It, it was it was upsetting that I didn't remember how hot he was. So, OK, so that's the first story, the first encounter. Well, after I went to him, he was like, basically, here's a couple like remedies we can do. You're going to need to change your diet completely. You're going to need to go on like this and that medication. Um, but basically, if it doesn't get better, then it's the, the resolution is going to be surgery. And I will not have surgery on my asshole. I just will not because there is a point zero 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 one percent chance of permanent incontinence and that is just not a risk I'm willing to take so I have been Wait, incontinence or yes the other kind of incontinence that you don't have control of your asshole anymore okay see I consider incontinence like that's the front door that's just no a no, 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 no. Like, no incontinence number no, no, no. two is like incontinence that needs to be an all bold a, italics no it like a colostomy bag that's oh. so it's that's the thing. OK, you told me he's performed this thousands of times. He's never had that. But it is you sign a waiver. That is the one thing that can happen when they do anything in your rectum. And I realize this is very graphic. This is the type of podcast you signed up for. Right. My safe word is more. Welcome to all our new listeners. And unfortunately, despite the fact that no one's been in my back door, I have these issues and I'm sharing them with you. So if you've got small children in the car. I turn up the volume. Tell, <laughs> They're really going to learn something. That no one's been back there, and he's like, "Yeah, hmm. I did." He doesn't even give you a no, a yes or no. He's just, uh -huh. yeah. I, sure? I, I was like, "This is ludicrous." So anyway, now cut to it's been a full year, and I have not gotten better, but I've been ignoring it like the ignore it and it'll go away strategy because I really didn't understand I my taxes like that. Yeah, like I just thought. It will have to get better. I changed my diet. Like my, you know, it's got, it, things have gotten, I thought, a little bit better. But it's, you know, there's still pain. So I decide I can take it no longer. I finally got, you know, new job, new insurance sorted out. I'm going to go see him. And I chose to go see him. But I decided this time I'm not going to go so ill-prepared. I got dressed up. I put a full, I did my hair in the morning. I put makeup on. I was like, I'm not going to show up looking all schlubby like I did the first time around. So I go into the appointment. And he's like, okay, like, what's going on? He's like, you know, I said, I'm here for the follow-up. And he's like, well, I saw you a year ago this month. So the follow-up was supposed to be in four weeks. I was like, right, right. But I just wanted to see if maybe it would get better. And he's like, and do you think it got better? And I was like, I think a little bit. Yeah, I think a little bit, a little bit better. <laughs> and he's like, okay, why don't you? And he walks me through the very embarrassing questions that he has to ask. How many times do I go to the bathroom a day? What does it look like? None of it is. You don't want to have this conversation with anyone, much less the hottest guy in the greater Denver metro area. Yeah, so this is a rough one. I bear through this, okay? And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to have to take a look. And I was like, yeah, I know it, I know it. And I, I, it is, it is just, I just begin fucking profusely sweating. It's a problem I have when it's hot, but also when he's hot. So I'm sweating and, you know, the doctor is like, okay, I'm going to step out, put the gown on, whatever. He comes back in, gown is on, and he's like, okay, I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to go up there digitally, but then I may need to get the camera. I have to ask a question. Yeah. Sure. Please. I'm I'm really open about this, as oh, you guys can see. Yes. I mean. What's up with, do you bidet the shit out of yourself before you go? Because, I mean. Oh, that's a, I would want a my very, asshole cleaner than, course. like, an Apple store, oh, like, when you go in there at 9 a.m. I, I fully shaven, powdered the kooka before I went. Like, I was like, of course, of course. I mean, you do the best you can. I didn't do a fleet enema, but I did the best I could. Yes. All right. So. At least the foyer is clean. You yes. yes. Stay, stay out of the backyard, Doc. We got some. Contractors <laughs> bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's so true. 
Yeah, you just want to get the front part. I didn't eat anything all day because I didn't want to have any disturbances. Like, I did my very best. All right, so I'm on the table, and he goes, um, and he, I'm in excruciating pain when he's up there, and he's like, I got to get the camera. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And I'm just trying to be cool. And he's trying to make, he, you know, he's trying to be jokey because he can tell, I, I mean, because I'm so sweaty, he's trying to calm me down. Right. And so he's like, were you this much of a pain in the butt last time? And I was like, please stop. No. Please don't do this. Oh, yeah. So then he says to me, he goes, <laughs> after photos and he's like no and i said so you just re- is my asshole memorable and he's like no i classified it as a minor anal fissure the first time when i charted it and now that i'm looking there it is a major anal fissure oh, congrats on the promotion general <laughs> do you get just, some bars on your like, chest why was the first thing i asked him like oh is it is my asshole special like why do you know this like, you're going off memory? And he's like, no, dummy. I put it in your charts, and now it is catastrophic. It's the wallpaper on my phone. <laughs> That's how I know. <laughs> so, wow. Okay, so I'm like, oh. A major and fissure he, he is goes, like. I don't understand why you wouldn't have come in. So, like, why would you let it get to this? He's like, you have to be in so much pain. And I was like, you know, I have a really high pain tolerance. I did survive. <laughs> It's just nothing ever goes well in these appointments. So, okay, now let me get to the the fun part. So, all right, so he tells me, first of all, he mentioned his wife three times during this appointment, and I was like, enough. I get it. So, okay, so. In what context does his wife oh, work, his, I, work her way I said into? to him, I was like, oh, um, I, I said, I'm in this building, like, all the time. I have got Botox tomorrow. And he's like, oh, my wife sees her. Like, he did the first time. He will, he's like, he's like you with Sar. He'll find any excuse to bring the wife into the conversation. Yeah. So, um, all right. So he says to me, okay, get, get dressed. I'm going to come back in. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking, I know what he's going to say. He's going to say the same thing he said last time. Your option is surgery. And like now, it's major surgery. So he comes back in the room and he hands me this. <clears throat> major surgery. Just So this light reading terrifying. is a pamphlet about anal fissures. Okay. And I'm going to read a little something from, from it because I want you to guess. He told me there's one thing I can do before surgery. And it only has like a 50-60% chance of working, but it could work. What do you think it is? Go vegan. No. So I'm going to read from the pamphlet here. Okay. <laughs> I'm just watching you read. Only on the outside it just says anal <laughs> fissure. And the I'll kind of font of that you did in high school when you were like showing your teacher, <laughs> I really tried on this. Yeah. So it says, what does surgery involve? And then the first sentence, surgical options for treating anal fissure include Botox injection in the anal sphincter or surgical division of a portion of the internal anal sphincter. So he's suggesting that I get Botox in my asshole. And I but have doesn't an appointment. that relax the muscles? Yes, because in order for it to heal, that part of your rectum has to relax because otherwise it's clenching every time you go to the bathroom. And that's what apparently is exacerbating this. This is what he explained to me. But I just want to say that after he told me that the solution was Botox, he, um, he goes, you know, so... Your butt won't have any wrinkles. And I was like, Ooh. stop with the jokes. You're, you're much less attractive when you kid about these things. Ooh. So, yeah, um, in four weeks, I will. And it's out of pocket because it's experimental. All right. So $268 and a needle. And I was like, do you numb the area? And he's like, no. And I was like, 
I feel like you should numb the area. Right. Please numb the area. Please. Is there an option? I would think that you would get like one of the, what do you get uh, when you're about to give birth? Uh, an injection thing, Chris? Poor Chris doesn't have his laptop, yes. and now we're asking him more things than ever. <laughs> says the man with three children. I'm so terrible. The, um, not a spinal tap, but epidural. the other. Th- an yeah. epidural. Yeah. Well, like, I wouldn't want to feel anything. I want to be I'd Lieutenant like to, Dan with it. Yeah, go uh, put me all the way under. Yeah. yeah I know. Then I, I have to get. Wake you know, me up when I'm on my stomach. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I, I will share all of this this fun pamphlet and all of the, the information on uh, on our Instagram because – do you get time off work? No, it actually says in the fucking pamphlet. No, I Is don't. Is this outpatient? Yes. So it says, okay, Botox results in healing in 50 to 80% of patients, but while the sphincterectomy is reported to be successful in more than 90%. Um, all surgical procedures carry some risk. We talked about that. <laughs> Chris's face. Um, sphincterectomy? Yeah. Rarely a sphincterectomy may affect the ability to control gas and stool passage. Your colon and rectal surgeon will discuss these risks. Um, and then it says, okay, recovery. The treatment, both medical and surgical treatments, can take up to six to ten weeks to work. Most patients will be able to return to work and resume daily activities just a few days after the surgery. Uh, well, I appreciate you yelling that last part at me. You <laughs> I'm got, so annoyed. You, I can't even go on medical leave. Yeah, I know. Like, this is the it's kind of thing where, like, terrible. You're, you're like, my asshole is destroyed, but, hey, I can watch the prices right finally. I don't even know how I would explain this to, like, anyone I'm dating. Like, like, do you know how paranoid I'm going to be that, like, your finger is going to slip or... Yeah. You know what I mean? Ugh, yeah. you guys. Or I Three of them will. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this this is something that you would definitely have to talk to any partner about. Uh, because I would just think, because of the proximity... They're very like, close to each your other. Your vagina is like a gentrified neighborhood, mm. and it's right next yeah. to the area <laughs> the that it's untouched. <laughs> yeah. And if you go over there, like they don't care if you're a white girl, you're gonna get robbed. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, you have to be very careful. Yeah. Like this, it's just a little perineum uh-huh. separating Starbucks from. So, you know, when I thought my old lady shit was me getting a neck fan, it's actually this. Yeah. Now I'm really on some old lady shit. Yeah. This is this is like. Because here's when you know you're going to be officially old is when you tell somebody, tell a guy that you're interested in this story and he'll have an, another medical odyssey he's on. He's like, oh, yeah, my, I, I think, have a detached retina. You're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a different age. Yeah, I think the only option I have is to get this guy to leave his wife and marry me because he's the only person that is reasonably could consider my asshole, you know. He would treat it gently. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah. I wish you good luck Thank on you. your journey. I was honestly asking if you're going to be off work because you know me. I'm I'm the kind of I love to cook for people oh. that when they're when they're sick or they're out or something's going on. So I was like, yeah, I was we me and Sarah were going to come over there and feed you on your stomach. I think the problem is that it's like kind of weird God things. knows that <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure I can't eat very much. I mean, doesn't the area have to? Not have anything passed through it for a little bit. Yeah, it's got to be like a I lot think it's of a wa- fucking water only diet. Yeah, I, well, this could be a plus. Yeah, yeah. but does, does your small <laughs> intestines loss, feel that? It's gonna those lean cuisines got to what goes up. I don't know. I don't know. I think I I I don't know. <laughs> for somebody that I'm about to find out. Always wants to know what the shitting situation is. Yeah. This is the time. This is the shitting situation. This, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Doc. Just say my asshole is the winter music festival. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's, What's the, the closest bathroom? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's a that's look. I really, I applaud you because you're being a G about this, but you uh-huh. have to be like a little bit scared. But also, are you um, mad that you didn't get it fixed earlier? 
Because you had to be in some discomfort, especially after the, some? Gummy, the gummy rings. Yeah. That, that's what triggered all of this. Really? Those gummy rings? Yes. And that's, being Corinne really mm-hmm. kind of led to this. That, that's what I believe Okay, explain happened. the gummy rings really quickly. So Wait, it's this. And let me just say, I bought them first, yeah. and that triggered a story from you. But my, my, ten, my nine-year-old son, as of next week, he'll be nine didn't eat these gummy rings and I'm like yeah what could make a nine-year-old not eat they're gummy disgusting. rings and now you but go you see so they're called smart gummies and they sell them in Whole Foods and they're incredibly high in fiber they're made with they're they're very very low calorie and I was like this is amazing I started meal replacing with them I loved I mean they're they taste good after a while especially if you're me and you're just like I think linguine tastes good like I'm just if it has low calorie I'll trick myself into thinking it tastes good so I started doing that and I fucked up the bacterial like gut health of my stomach so badly that I was going to the bathroom like 10 times a day, which caused the problem. So I had to solve. It's a fucking game of whack-a-mole, right? So I had to solve one thing and then the, something else went wrong. But it took me a minute to figure out it was those gummies. I was still fucking with the gummies, like pretty far into the situation being like dire. Do you know what your body's like? Does she not know? I was like, I don't get it. I'm eating a lot of fiber. Like, this is good. But you can't. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm warning all y'all. I, I, Smart Gummies is not going to be a sponsor of this podcast. That's, yeah. That's and true. I, I think we will refuse their sponsorship on the basis that they are racist against your stomach. Yeah. Uh, well. I, di- I did want to ask you this. Before you transition. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this was a thought that I had. And it kind of was brought up by the what's the shitting situation uh you always say that i bring sorrow up on this podcast so i'll say i'm a hap- hap- happily taken dude but the flight attendant coming back from la this weekend was strikingly attractive <laughs> holy shit some soundproofing just fell um uh she was strikingly attractive uh-huh. and it made me think i want to ask corinne how do you shoot your shot with somebody like a flight attendant or somebody that comes in contact with a lot of people like a hostess where, you know, Oof. a lot of people are hitting on them. Mm-hmm. But you feel I pulled a flight attendant uh, right before I started dating Sarah. I pulled one. I Well, how'd you do it? I'll tell you what it was. I always look for something they do. And she picked my Invisaligns off the ground. They fallen out of my Ew. pocket with her hands. Ew. And I was like, oh, she's feeling me. Ugh. Yeah. And then she started to tell me. I'll show you pictures. She was cute. Uh, but she was like, in a, she was in a thruple or oh, try and sake. i was like i, can't. I don't All have right. the bandwidth for All like right. yeah there's a guy in jersey but he doesn't talk and then i'm living with my partner but i'll yeah. step out and call you yeah, yeah i'm yeah. like bro i don't um i just had the first ever hot air i i have flown you know so many times i've never seen a hot male flight attendant and i took a picture of him i have it and <laughs> i you know that <laughs> I took a picture of his ass also. I got the frying back. And he was so good looking. And he was everyone, when I put it on my own Instagram, because I was like, this is a, a like a jewel. Like, I can't even believe I found one. And I'd never, it's because I never fly Delta, but when I had to go to St. Louis, it was the only direct I could get out of Salt Lake. And I was like, is this what this airline is doing? I mean, even the women were beautiful. Right. I mean, Southwest has got some fucking... It's the dog pound. Yes, farm to table. Yeah. Yeah, I just like, I, let's, but, let's bring back the Pan Am days. Yeah. So um, this guy was so attractive. And everyone, when I put it on my Instagram, was like, yeah, but he's obviously gay. I was like, no, he wasn't. And I would, I was like, if I, I don't really want to mess with somebody that's like not in a, like, I don't know what you, uh, yes, he was hot, but I really didn't know what to do with it. But if I wanted to shoot my shot, I would have just handed him my phone number in a crumpled up piece of paper, you know, on a napkin and just been like, 
hey, I live in Denver. Like, when you're based out of there, when you're flying out there, like, give me a call. Like, I would have been really direct about it. What do I got when, to lose? When would you do that? The very last moment possible. There we go. <laughs> okay. I always wanted to yeah. know, like, uh, because I was sitting there thinking, if you do it, because you could, if you wait till the end, which seems like the logical thing to do, okay. But what if, like, the pilot's standing right next to her? Or in this case, to her. Yeah. So then now you're putting her in a bad position. Like, hey, was she flirting with this customer? Well, like, you don't want to do that in front of her boss. And a lot of times the pilot's standing there like, hey, good fun. I'm like, get out of here, bro. So the, the number one. here. I forgot this part. One of the big reasons I didn't hit on him is because I. Okay, so when I took my seat, I had an aisle seat and like towards the front of the plane. And this other woman had an aisle and a middle and or I'm sorry. Her, she had an aisle as well. And she asked me politely if I would just switch aisles because her daughter was sitting in the middle next to me. So it was an aisle just right across, right? So I said, it was one row back and across. And I said, sure. And then the plane takes off and I go to put the seat back and motherfucker, wouldn't you know it, this is one of the rows that doesn't doesn't recline. And I was bitter because oh, I, I gave no. up my aisle that reclined. But I, I'm sure she didn't do that on purpose. She just wanted to sit next to her kid. But I decided I was going to say something to the flight attendant. So he comes around with the drink cart, and I was like, does this not recline? And I knew damn well what was going on. Right, just and a little I go, conversation spark. Yeah, I was like, this isn't reclining. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's the, the you know, it's in front of an exit row, so it doesn't recline. And I said, oh, that's too bad, because I switched with her so she could sit next to her daughter. And I'm thinking, now's the time you give me a free drink, motherfucker. Yeah. Free drink. Drink time. He was like, sorry. Really? So I felt like, all right, well. I wonder... If, are those days over? Because I, towards no, the end of they my, hand me free drinks all the time on Southwest. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like, like you bars you used to be like that, and I don't feel it at bars anymore. Mm. You know? Well, the economy is taking a turn, I guess. But I do still get free drinks on airlines. Like, not Southwest is like my least favorite to fly, but Southwest they give me a lot of free drinks. Can I tell you my old technique? Mm. Oh, back in the day, if I, I complain about literally anything, they'll give me a free drink. Oh, see, I wasn't complaining. I, I played on people's psychology. Here's what you do. Obviously. Uh, when I was really drinking, I would reach down and take some from the base. Now, you couldn't tell what you were grabbing, but if they turned around and it was a light, a night flight, you could steal some. Don't recommend that. Yeah. Here's what I would do <laughs> on any flight, especially a long flight. What you do is like once they do the, the service, they put the card away, they, and then they go back in the in the back and sit down and start yeah. chatting. And then you, they pull the curtain. You, you get up. No, Well, and that's in first class. This is back no, no, when no. I was. In the back, back. They often pull a curtain just so that they can chat in peace. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah, so they're that. even further from So them. then I would go back there and be like, oh, sorry, I forgot. Uh, can I get one more drink? They're not they're pulling not out. out. They're just yeah. like, take whatever you want. Yes, bro, as long as you don't true. have to get out of that's this true. jump seat. So you always go back there once they're seated and comfortable. Yeah. It, because they're not going to go make you a drink and then go get the card reader for your stupid drink. They're not, they no. don't care. It seems clear to me that they don't really keep track of this stuff very well. Um, speaking of uh, old lady shit. I first of all, I got an, I had to get a night guard because I'm grinding my teeth and I cracked a tooth. I, I, this is all very sexy, but I wanted to say that I had the experience of my first ever 911 call. Yeah, it, first ever. I think first ever. Wow. Yeah, I've had I've had to report aggravated harassment at the New York City Police Precinct 19, which can suck a. Can I say that? Under? Yeah. Yeah, they can suck all the dicks. They were terrible to me. Um, 19 aggregated harassment reports I filed with them. They did nothing. But I never had to actually call 911. And I had the experience of calling 911. So I thought I would tell you about Do it. Do tell? Yeah. Um, okay. So here's the deal. I was at Jay's house and I was, I'm going to be honest, drunk. 
And we were shoving his adorable puppy into like different clothing outfits. I have him in like an Easter bunny ears and a tie and and like we're fucking around and I leave his house. It's still light out, but it's like 8.15. Poor George. Um, he, it's like 8.15. Okay, I walk out and I look to the left and I see two people. They are, I'm going to describe them because I had to do this on the 911 call. So they are, I think, early 20s. Um, white they are dressed normally like nicely like not homeless but they are sitting on our stairs that lead into where the dumpster area is and going through our trash and so I'm gonna show you a picture because I walked out saw this and was like "Mm -mm." I walked back in I was like Jay we got a problem downstairs and he's like take it up with someone else I am a I am a huge coward. Yeah. I am not helping you at all. He's and not I down for like, a little street justice. Yeah, I was there. like, they can't they can't do this. And he's like, well, I I don't know what you want me to do. And I was like, do something. Be just come out there with me. And he's like, I I'm not helping you. But what he did was he went to the window and took this picture so you can see the two of them and describe what you're seeing. And I want you to speculate. What do you think? Because I know what I thought they were doing. Okay. What do you think they're doing? There are people that this. It looks like they're like in that back entrance. Of an apartment complex. Um, I mean, look, we have townhouses and there's an alleyway that leads to the dumpster where we throw our trash out. And they are clearly, they've got bags in front of them and they're just going through our shit. I would say that they're looking for things to recycle. Wow. That is the most generous. <laughs> Chris is shaking his head. What else would you be doing in the trash? Oh my God. Chris didn't guess this either. My immediate was... You're trying to, it's identity theft. You're trying to find some. Oh, because what a you're not boomer eating, I am. You're, you're not f- eating anything. You're not homeless. Like, this is white collar shit. This is, I'm, these, this is wealthy people living in these townhouses. I'm going to get credit card receipts. I'm going to find shit in their trash. I thought they were investigators looking for evidence. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what you said. <laughs> oh, no, but no that one was makes- like. So much sense. And I'm always too lazy to use my paper shredder. I will now. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Yeah, I'd be throwing away a whole, Ugh. like. I told my mother this story, shit. and she 14 times was like, you know, that's why I've told you you need you need to use your paper shredder. And I was like, Mom, I'm the one that told you I think this is what they're doing. So, like, I, I'm the one who eventually calls 911 on them. I'm aware of the situation. So I call. I Jay is literally being such a pussy. He has to walk the dogs, and he's like, I'm going to go through the garage. I'm going to go the other way. And I was like, dude, we have to confront them or else. What, we're just going to let them do this? So I call my neighbor, Sean, and Sean is about 6'4", and he, he I said, I just, just right now, just come downstairs, like, I, we got to handle this shit. So, so I go into my, I go into my house, and I get my brass knuckles, because I don't know what else to do, and I just kind of throw them in my pocket, and then Sean comes out, and he is wearing this hot pink shirt, and I was like, dude! Does he have on loafers? As I was, yeah, I go, what are you doing? You have to go home and change. And he's like, you want me to go home and change? You called me. It's an emergency. I'm downstairs. I'm still I'm still a man. I'm still six foot four. I was like, you are wearing the gayest shirt of all time. And he's also walking up to them like like a concerned dad. He did. Because you very can dad see them in the yeah. picture as well. So, yeah. So It's got to be shirt off. So he, we get over there and he's like, excuse me, um, what are you guys doing? And the girl becomes belligerent almost immediately. And she's like... We, we're allowed to be here. And she's yelling at him. And she goes, and it's our it's our weed. It's not your weed. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Whose weed, what you're. And she grabs from her purse, not a garbage bag, from her purse, a Ziploc bag with like a pound of weed in it. She's like, you see this? This is our weed. And Sean's like, I don't give a fuck. You're going through our trash. You're making a mess. And you cannot be here. And she's like, we could be here. This is public property. And he's like, no, it fucking isn't. No, it isn't. That's such a and dumb I was thing like, to say. I was like, I put my hand on Sean's shoulder. I was like, mm-hmm. So I tried to call 
I was confused. I don't know if it's the band name. One, 311 or 411. I tried both of them. Whichever one is the right one, I got. And they said uh, if the, the, it's off hours. You know, it was like at 830 at night. I didn't even know they had hours. What is the point of that number if it's not 24 hours? It Fucking sucks. Idiot. So I was like, and it said it's off hours. If this is an emergency, call 911. I said, don't mind if I do. Right. So I called 911, and Sean's like, okay, we have, we have to walk away from them because, like, they were becoming agitated. What and do you mean? Ag- like, what? Like, she was, like, you know, flipping her hair, and I'm, we don't have to go anywhere. And I was like, What's the dude? Okay. Is he being aggro, or is he kind of following no, her No, he lead? was like, this is a, I, I identified immediately that it, 911 needed to be called because this wasn't going, this was escalating and there was no way this was going to, I mean, I'm standing there with brass knuckles in my pocket. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Hold so, on one second. I'm going to reach into my pocket. Yeah. I'm like, well, let me uh, get this situated. I don't if know how to fight, use them. Don't hit my asshole. Yeah. Pinky swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Yeah. So um, I called 911 and they're like, I mean, I'm on the phone with them for a long time. Like I have to give full suspect description. So at this point I walk away from the suspects. We can call them that, yes? Yes. I walk away from them, and they're like, okay, how tall? What age? You know, what ethnicity? What are they wearing? And I'm, like, referring back. Like, I'm, like, looking at the picture. I'm like, I, the guy I think has, like, cargo shorts on. I can't really see from the picture. Like, black shirt. Like, I'm going through this. And, and I was like, but you've dispatched someone because this is, you know, someone needs to come. And he's like, do you have neighborhood security or patrol? And I was like, nah, that's why I called 911. Right. Y'all need to come out here. So after all this, he goes, okay, and I don't, have you ever called 911 before? Yes. So I didn't know they do this. At the end, he goes, would you like further contact when the situation has been handled? And I was like, "Mm, be more specific. And he's like, well, I can take down your phone number, your address. The cops can then follow up with you. And I was like, "Uh, it's ambient time. Mm -hmm. I don't feel comfortable. Like if the cops knock on my door and I'm like, you know, an hour into an ambient, like, I'm going to get arrested. Yeah. So I opted to go private, and in the morning, they were gone, the trash was gone. I don't know what happened. They took the whole, they took all the trash? I don't, the whole situation that I just showed you a picture of was gone in the morning. Wow. So, I don't, I don't get the weed correlation. I have weed, I, I thought they must, they, 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 Did they look methy? No, see, they didn't. But they, that's what I thought. Like, there, there was a paranoia there that definitely, but they didn't. They de- definitely did not look homeless. They de- they weren't trying to find food in the trash, and they already had this huge bag of weed. Were they looking for a lighter? Like I don't, I don't know. That's so sh- because if it, you're going through the trash, that that it's wedding ring time. Like it needs yeah. to be something really big because you you could see something in the trash that changes your whole trajectory in life. Mm-hmm. Trash, you don't know what the fuck is in there. Oh People, yeah, pets or whatever the fuck. Uh huh. Like, bro, wow, you went that lane. Yeah, not everybody's like doing a pet cemetery. Some right. people are like it's been a good run. Yeah, let's get that hefty. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, I called nine one one a couple times. You know, I used to live on Eighth and Broadway. For anybody who's done living in Denver, and I was on the the sixth floor uh wraparound balcony uh-huh. so i was right there on eighth and uh broadway which is an intersection and friday and saturday nights the drunks from at the top of broadway yes and come, yeah from coming from those nightclubs and the drunks going d- down spear getting ready to get on the highway would all meet right there because there was a bank and it kind of obscured it yeah so people were trying to time that light so i would say i saw uh, well i heard like maybe like five car accidents that woke me up and this is back oh when God. i was drinking do you understand what it would take to it would be like trying to wake up a darted rhino yeah that, i mean these it were like crazy Jesus, and like usually terrible. people would break out running because they were either drunk or it was a stolen car yeah 
Uh, and then there was the other time when I was walking back from watching the Browns game and I'd never went in this uh, side entrance garage and I looked and I was like, I thought I saw a bunch of bags and I was like, what is that? And I walk over closer and it was just a girl. Did I tell you this? It was like a 29 year old dead? girl. I've always wanted I to thought she body. was dead. It was, and it, she, I, she probably would have died. She was not like really breathing. So I walk over, I'm like, ma'am, miss, ma'am. And she's not responding. So I walk over closer and this woman in the apartment above me is like, she opened the window like, yes, can I help you? I'm like, first of all, you shouldn't be responding to no. random men screaming on no. the street, ma'am. No. And so uh, I'm like, this, this what woman. Is she calling I don't know. She, yeah, she just opened like her window like center. this is the 40s and like, yeah. what you doing down there, son? I was like, yeah. So like uh, I called 911. I was like, I think I'm in front of a dead girl. And they're like, can you do uh, CPR? CPR? So like as soon as I went to do and I was like, shit in my pants. I'm coming from the Browns game. So I was hammered hammered i walked if that tells you anything and so i go to just like get my shit together and do the and i saw her like breathe just a little bit and i told the woman she was like don't don't do it then because yeah you gotta be really bad so i just stayed with her and this is eighth and broadway you know the hospital it's literally across spear it's the hospital's maybe a yeah yeah 25 second ride from my house those emts were at that at my crib in like Seconds? Se- 70 seconds. That's amazing. They gave her some Narcan, and she came back to life like oh, the Undertaker, bro. Yeah. She sat straight up like sup. Yeah. Y'all good? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. but, I mean, it was Narcan's October because it was football season, mm-hmm. and it was getting dark. Like, sun's going down. It's post. It's the end of the game of the, you know, 1 o'clock games. And so, like, if I hadn't seen her, the way that she was positioned, she might have been out there all night, and that might have been a wrap because uh, it was getting dark. You're such a good Samaritan. I don't know. It's just like, oh, there's a, a girl. She's just laying here it was very like surreal to like yeah. put things together well um i i i don't have a good transition for this but it, it, you are the type of gentleman that would help a lady out and i have if a she's, if she's overdosed that's yes, the kind of man you want baby. yeah yeah <laughs> um and so i have a post for from denver 30s and 40s singles my that, favorite okay so apparently this is not i have never seen this before but it is a matchmaker who, much like the PI, is terrible at her job and is now just going and posting about this woman to get get gentlemen interested. Like, she's promoting her on this page. That's but so this weird. is the, the wackest fucking Craigslist ad I've ever heard, okay? <laughs> Women, woman seeking a handyman, in all caps. I have been asked to find a perfect match for a very single, talented, vivacious woman. If you think you fit the bill, please don't hesitate to throw your hat in the ring before her dance card is full. What Again, is this the 1940s? Like, who vivacious speaks like this? Vivacious right there. Is, that tells you everything. Yeah. She confided, I really like a handyman, a Mr. Fix-It-Anything type of guy. I don't know why, but I just have a thing for them. Also, male nurses, LOL, I guess I like the idea of a man that can rescue me and carry me across the threshold. Sounds like her purpose for dating is marriage. Do you dream of teaching a woman a DIY project, hanging out in Home Depot, shopping for plants, flowers, growing a garden, cooking healthy meals together, and becoming a father? She desires a man of average build. Oh, this this is the wildest, like most specific. She desires a man of average build with lean muscle who is physically active. Her perfect match doesn't drink alcohol, smoke or vape, weed, cigarettes, or use drugs. She prefers a man who doesn't own firearms, but doesn't mind if you're into fishing and archery. What the fuck is happening here? I like throwback killing. Yeah, yeah. I'm into guy. I want yeah. you to spear an intruder. 
He has mechanical aptitude and above average emotional intelligence. We know this is a tall order, but I told her I was up for the challenge of finding Mr. Wright. She doesn't hold back when asked to physically describe him and adds, I'm attracted to tall guys, so 6'2 or 6'3 is my ideal, but I would consider someone 5'11. Age range is 32 to 47. Okay, now first of all, I'm not even done. There's another paragraph, but she wants 6'2, 6'3. Bitch, get the fuck out of the pool. Are you serious right like, now? Corinne's he, like, I can't find that. Yeah, you think you're... And she's providing no pictures of this woman. All you learned is that she's vivacious and she has a laundry list of prerequisites. Right. Vivacious just means you're the only one in the retirement home that still fucks. Yeah. That's like a nice way to say <laughs> yeah. that. She, how's Corinne? She's vivacious. Yeah. She's a yeah. real tomcat, that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fun fact, I was once... I, I was in a celebrity's... I was in his divorce filing and <laughs> and in the divorce mention. so yeah so in the divorce filing i had spent thanksgiving with him while he was still married and she the ex now ex-wife was upset about that and so she cites it in the divorce and he said instead of spending thanksgiving with his family he spent it with his paramour and i called my mother and i was like is paramour fat she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's like no i was so upset i thought paramour was like <laughs> like I was like, I'm oh, not it just a means homewrecker. Yeah, Latin. I was like, oh, it's like okay. legalese for stupid hoe. Yeah. Oh God, paramour. Uh huh. First of all, that sounds sexy. It sounds like a like a perfume that you would buy, like your girl that like yeah, uh, Tony Braxton would sell. I have an ex that wrote a book that I'm in, and this is the most impressive sighting I've ever had. Is <laughs> these like forty nine page counterclaim by his ex wife. Um, okay, ideal first date is just walking around a park or something active where, where you are engaging and inquisitive. Make an effort to get to know this woman. You won't regret it. If this describes you, please check out a brief bio in the comments and tell me why you think you'd be a perfect match for her. And then people just go fucking in. <laughs> what did they say? They're just like, this is, like, what is, like, like what is, what is the likelihood she's going to find this person? Why are you doing this on this site? A lot of people are like, this seems scammy. And she, she just kept saying, what's scammy about it? She wants what she wants. And everyone's like, do you not see how ridiculous this is? No, yeah. she doesn't. Well, first of all, I think it's her. And she's like, well, I'll have a friend yes. that's looking for all the things that I'm looking oh my for. God, that's but I can't provide a picture because that picture would keep being me. It's a super solid so, hypothesis. Yeah, so I think it's just her because no one's like, okay, I have this friend Corinne. I think she's yeah. great. So I'm going to go on a site for singles as her black male friend and tell all the guys how great she is but provide no pictures and but have very specific yeah. parameters in terms of height Trust me. age what you literally mm -hmm. she needs a mormon with and, no vaping oh, no nothing sorry wait, can I, you have black coffee i forgot this because i didn't screenshot it there were a litany of men in the group that were like oh she can't go out with someone that's five eight oh she can't go out with somebody that's 49 like like they were getting nasty because you know shorties don't like don't like to be told that they don't like that yeah they probably don't even like shorties yeah, yeah. So, so, that's, <laughs> so that's that <laughs> so like the fact that she was like six two three six three i'll settle for five eleven all these fucking short kings were like what the fuck yeah like i they, they were all like i could fix anything i've built a house from scratch but too bad i'm five nine i guess like they, there was a lot of that yeah she should have just Gaslit him and be like, "Yeah, too bad, damn." Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a strange. That person doesn't exist, and obviously is undergoing some kind of psychosis. But I do blame just adults in general for giving kids hope early on that there is somebody out there. Listen, and the, and I am happy. I am a happy person, 
everybody has serious shortcomings, vices, character flaws. Uh, anal fissures. Anal fissures. <laughs> uh, there are just certain th- in this like this idea that like you're gonna find your prince. You're not, but you might find a guy that you can work with. Yeah. And it's like you do that, you get a house, and then you start working on it. Okay, here's the deal. I am so confused. Why? Why don't you just look for a rich guy and then you could pay a handyman? Like, what? What? Like, what is like the 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 overarching theme? Like, she opens with the handyman thing, then she goes further into the handyman thing, and then I say, you know, archery and this. Like, just find somebody with money. You yeah, learn and the archery. Archery thing is like <laughs> all right. really weird. Like, yeah. Do you know how many? The percentage of Americans that have ever fired a bone. First of all, it's hard as shit. Yeah. Okay. So like, I've, I'm one of the Americans that has done it. Yeah. It's yeah. I didn't sleep away camp. Yeah. It's super hard. Yeah. I bet you did. I did. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I was you pretty it. good at it. I'm good at that in darts, and that's that. That rounds out all my athletic ability. Hey, that's you. You were on two seasons of Survivor, so everybody can suck it. You yeah. are. You are the queen to me. Um, I want to hear from our listeners. I know we have an email that you yes. said is very good. It um, is. While you're calling it up, let me tell the people. So you can write into us at my safe word is more advice at gmail.com i almost forgot that and um we love to go through these and like i said al reads them ahead of time i do not yes this is a, so i don't know what he's gonna throw at me this is a good one all right let's let's kick it off because i want to get in this i want to hear your thoughts dear corinna now listening to your podcast brought up a long buried memory of getting proposed to by text yeah it was uh 4 i was getting high with my friends for the first time and I hadn't gotten high since uh, 2010. So she was getting high. And On she 420, yeah, yes, I got and it. she hadn't gotten high in three years. When an overly strong brownie combined with a Corinne. Oh, Lord, Lord. Do you know this person? No, okay. I, just, I, I know from yeah. a bad brownie. Yeah, the brownies were, we live in a different age when you know how much you're getting. And I think people yeah. take that for granted. Like, like you used to college. just not know. Like, whatever. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, it was I terrifying. I thought it was going to have to be institutionalized. Yeah, it, it was terrifying. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, when an overly strong brownie combined with a Corinne-like eating regimen ended up with me fainting, hitting my head, <gasps> and getting carted off of campus, uh, carted off by campus security to the hospital for a concussion. So, this Ooh. was a big night for me. <laughs> trying weed for the first time since my last venture. My boyfriend at the time was several hours away getting drunk with other friends. So he's good. Uh, at around midnight, I received a te- text asking, would you marry me? We had been dating for less than a year and had talked about marriage. But as a 24-year-old, this was not my dream proposal. No. I discussed it with friends who were all in my hostel with me. And after several WTFs later and decided uh, to just – put my thoughts in text if this is a proposal she writes you have to you have to do it in person he responded no thank you (laughs) noted and then we both went to bed i saw him a few days later and asked what the hell he explained that he was trying to convince a mutual friend of ours to go on to go to one more bar and he offered to sweeten the deal if he asked me to marry him via text she would go oh Wow. Why would this be a factor in the decision making? I don't know, but maybe it was drunk high logic. I told him my stance that text proposals don't count, and he agreed, and we didn't really talk about it after. Six months later, he proposed in person <gasps> with a ring, not drunk. I said yes, and we've been married for nine years. No way! 
Wow, I didn't oh see God. that coming. I did not see that coming. Because oh I had God. thoughts right up until then. Wow. I, I love that. Oh, uh, yes. But I still but I still stand by one. Proposals by text are not real. Two, however, they might lead to an actual proposal. Thought you might get a kick out of I that totally story. I totally get a kick out of that story. Uh, actual advice question, Corinne. Please give me all of your anti-aging skin secrets, products, and lasers. <sighs> You look well, amazing. What are you doing? How can I copy oh you? Oh, God. Well, thank you. It's expensive. And she wanted an alias, so we're going to call her Siobhan. Siobhan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's give her a black name. Siobhan, yeah. Siobhan Washington. Siobhan Jenkins. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, yesterday, um, I had $600 of Botox in my face by the derm I said I wouldn't go back to, but I panicked and, like, I basically took a selfie. So I went to the zoo for I. To, it was a drinking with the flamingos event that I took Jay to. You're just gonna blow right past that. Yeah, I know. Okay. It's so it's a very special event. So the flock party, which Chris actually you guys don't go, but Tori and Sam go every year. I was talking to Sam about the flock party to, so today. I'm actually gonna volunteer work the flock party for Bigsby's. Uh, winery but because this is the first year ever they've done a preview event it's invite only you cannot get tickets and it's only like 50 people they catered at open bar and then you get to you get to actually like hang out with the flamingos which is part of that's the whole concept Wait, of the flock party fl hang out with the they flamingos. bring the flamingos out i have a video of it would you like to see yes they bring the flamingos out and everyone's drinking this will be on the patreon can we put this on the yeah, patreon totally. okay. yeah totally yeah yeah okay She's here's um video of them bringing them out okay so there's handlers and stuff Okay, no, she's they're really bringing out the flamingos. Yeah. All right. It's like when a rich guy finally shows up to his own party. Uh, he's like, yes, yeah, he's yes, 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 yes. Pe peacocking. Well, and yeah. then because it was this private event, we were allowed to ask. And I want you to see what Jay wore to this because this is the problem. Jay upstaged the shit out of me. He's in okay. a head-to-toe onesie that's got flamingos on it. I'll put this up on Patreon. Wow. Yes. Or on and Instagram. does Jay know that I have a lot of man rompers? No, I'll have to Did tell you him. know that? No. I Every summer I break out, like, I have, like, ten. But he also has. Did you see the shoes that I? We walked in, and the, when we first walked in, immediately someone's like, "I love your outfit," and I was like, "Thanks." And it wasn't my outfit they were talking about. <laughs> then sixteen more people were like, "Can I take a picture of your outfit? Can I take a picture?" So the shoes um, are pink glitter slippers, and he had flamingo socks on. Oh, those are like the I was ruby. Throwbacks. I might as well as well have been wearing the invisible cloak. I didn't exist, and I had a brand new dress for the occasion. He looks um, real dope, though. He looks yeah, he looks fly as shit. I know, I know, I know. You know what he does? He looks like a person at the party well, that's uh, that's definitely going to be having a good time. You ever sat at somebody's oh, table and they're having a serious conversation at a party, he, and you're like, "What the fuck are you doing right now?" He also does this thing, which I don't think he's doing on purpose, but it's really smart. The second he walks in, everyone knows he's a gay man. So if you're a gay man and you're interested, you know for sure what you're dealing with. Like mm. it's very apparent. Um, so the reason I'm telling you this is because I took a selfie with a flamingo and I saw the f the face, uh, the used catcher mitt I was working with and I freaked the fuck out, woke up the next morning and booked the derm that I wasn't going to go back to, but it, I panicked and I only know her and I wasn't going to try and start fishing Wait, out a new the, one. is this the mean derm Bitch, that yeah. I'm kind of attracted to? Yes. Okay. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to shoot my entire face up, like all the things. And so I walked in, I was like, as much as, as is needed. And then at the end I was like. How many units do we do? And so we did 54 units, which is a lot of units. I only need. That's a small apartment complex. Of, of note, I only need a handful in my ass. I did ask that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I have 54 units of Botox, but I have been Botoxing since I was 27 years old, even before I had wrinkles, because the idea was I was doing it for preventative. Um, I also use a PMD cleanser, which I rave about, and I am, I'm not somebody that buys into any of this nonsense, but it's silicone grade, like, it's, it's better than a normal facial cleanser, like, uh... Am I describing that correctly? I used to use Clarisonic and it didn't. It had bristles, which get dirty and stuff. This is just silicone and it has like electric pulsation. And I think it really helped tighten my skin. But I don't know, girl. I'm out in these streets like you are. It's hard. It is hard. And I keep seeing these like people like Paulina Porskova that are embracing aging. And I'm like, okay, well, good for you. I'm not. I don't really like that embracing aging because usually they're doing some shit you don't even the fact that they're even giving an article or doing anything they've probably had that picture touched up and also they've had access to the best of the best for a long time in terms of the best food the best like not stressful life so yes christy brinkley's daughter is going to look well, different than other yeah. people so like yeah. i don't and also well, there's some genetics going on there too so like just hey Look as good as you possibly can. How about but that? Let me give you one note. While I do get filler in my lips, because my ex told me my upper lip was the size of a credit card, yes. um, I do not you. suggest, and this is really important, and I knew, I learned this when I saw Dr. Nyack in St. Louis, um, filler in your face, while it, you know, quote unquote, dissolves, it doesn't really. And it, it, it very often you will start getting this like puffy overall look, and like you can see Yes, filler is great in the moment, like for about five years. And then as you get older, it's really damaging. I do not suggest you do filler. Like, that's not... Can you get it dissolved later? You can get filler dissolved, but once it's accumulated in your face and it's all over your face, it's really hard. Like, the reason I'm comfortable doing it in my lips is because it's not going to go very far. Right. Like, that's it. It's in my lips. But when you start doing the nasolabial folds and you're, you know, you're going under your eye and this and that, it's... And that's why Nyack actually makes everyone that he'll go into your face and dissolve he wants to know your entire filler history you have to get all the filler out of your face before he'll go in and do surgery and he does fat injections because that shit is not the same as filler that's he takes it from your ass and puts it under your eye so you'd be sacrificing ass for face (laughs) a small amount yes and it's only if you have high quality fat and then he can also put it in your because your temples start to go like they get sort of like concave you can put it here as well i feel like your partner should have a say in that yeah. If they came to me and they were like, hey, I'm going to fix this face, but that ass is going to suffer. Mean, I'd be like, like, you're talking to a black dude, man, a, doc. Get out of my face. It's a very small amount. Swinging. I don't know, dude. I can't lose any of it. Uh-huh. I'm like Trump with my money. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging on every cent. Well, um, I, I wish I had more. I mean, I'm learning as I go. I'll give you what secrets I find out. I mean. And I can give secrets. My too, inside is rotting. I'll tell you that. that like uh, my daughter spends roughly $1,000 a week on facial stuff yeah she always goes can but i go to the see, mall and i'm just like i know some chick at sephora somewhere yeah. is just gonna fleece her oh you need your hydraulic acid wash now it's on sale for three thousand dollars we'll give you two my daughter gets in the car five hundred dollars broker of my money with a bag that you and could she's put- got melanin yeah, I'm like, sis, you don't need this. No, I do. I mean, you I'm... You look great. Uh, well, thank you. I've also done laser therapy for many years. Like, I, I try and do all the things. I stay up on things. But I, as I do things, as you now know, if you're listening to this podcast, I talk about all of my medical foibles. Now, Always. I'll tell you everything I do. You know how, like, parents say that they don't have a favorite child, but they definitely do. Mm-hmm. Do you think... In relation that I'm to my your parents' body. favorite child? No, it's my brother. <laughs> no, that like in relation to your body, like you've been showering your face with love and neglecting your sphincter. Perhaps. Think about if you had spent the money or the time on your sphincter. 
There's got to be an equivalent of filler to getting that minor fissure. <laughs> it's just like you had the one kid and you're like, hey, no, your brother needs Invisaligns. Right. Stay in that basement another year. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I just, um, yeah, I mean, I will literally, this is as when I, so I told, I couldn't wait. So I had to tell Chris a story. I sent him a picture of me holding the pamphlet. And I was like, I got a story. And Chris was like, this is going to be a multi-episode arc. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I in four weeks am getting my oh, asshole yeah. shot up with Botox. So yeah. we'll have more. And and for anybody that goes, I don't really understand what producers do. That's what they do. That's what their mind does. When you go, oh my God, you're asshole. They go, this is great content. We yeah. can, we can do, this is good. Then be fall preview. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can get this a sweeps week. Yeah. Can we get your practice? Technologist. Okay. <laughs> All right. I can make some calls. All right. Well, yo, with that said, yeah. God, I don't want to stop talking, but we we have to. I know. Chris and I have plans. We're going out and about to met. No, I'm going to the baseball game. I g- wouldn't go to that. I, I know. You went to one game. Two. I had to go to two. Do you understand some people like can only go via <laughs> Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and you're I like, know. I have to go and sit in a suite. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, well. Okay, well, we love you guys. We love you. And uh, Corinne, tell the people where they can find us yes. and you. So while we call the Patreon, Buzz Corinne has entered the chat, and I thought that was very clever. People are having trouble finding it. It's just under my safe word is more if you want to become well, a Patreon. tell them how clever it is. I'm sure they'll get it. It's Yeah, when you have to explain a joke, that's when you know it's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we're we're get, giving you lots of extra content on there, and we will, we will continue doing that. Um, and... Uh, you can otherwise find us on Instagram under my safe word is more. And we love to hear from you at my safe word is more advice at gmail.com. And that'll do it for us. Yeah. It's not a podcast about life. It's a podcast about life. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. My safe word is more is produced by Al Jackson, Corinne Kaplan, and Chris Clark. Edited by Al Jackson and recorded at Place at the Table Studios. Original music by I May Unblock You, a six foot, seven foot production. 